0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mavs Corner. My name is Kyle Clish, and today, once again, guys, we're just talking about random stuff, sort of. I, uh, it's been a while since I've done an episode, so I've been able to save a bunch of news articles about the Dallas Mavericks, of course, and so we've got a lot of different topics, of course. As always, revolving around the Dallas Mavericks, uh, gosh, we're over a month now without the NBA, and there's no, huh, End in sight or beginning in sight? How would you phrase that? I don't know. There's, uh, there's no timetable for us to return back to the NBA, although it sounds like we're going to start easing up on a lockdown. Not sure if that's a good idea or not. Um, I'll let that one go, politicians and all that kind of stuff. But Obviously, even if the lockdown does ease up a bit, there's it no reason or excuse to not be safe and careful, of course, so uh, please do that. Wash your hands, 20 seconds, face mask, all that stuff, please. Um, So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into these articles because I've got quite a bit. So the first thing that I want to talk about is a – it's from the Dallas Morning News, and they did an interview with Dirk, and they asked Dirk uh, a couple what-ifs about his career. Uh, there was a there was definitely one topic in particular that I wanted to mention, and it was uh, a question to him was like, how do you think the organization would have been had they kept either Steve Nash longer or Tyson Chandler longer? And I'm not going to dive into the full details of the the article. I mean, you can check that out. I think that's that's their deal. Um, I just think it's a it's always been. A good topic to talk about, you know, with the Mavericks. You know, what if, you know, what if they had kept Steve Nash with Dirk? Could they have won a couple championships? And I feel like I've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure I did with my uh, my all top five starting start all time all time starting five Mavericks. Talking about Steve Nash, Jason Kidd. Those are your top point guards, and uh, apparently Derek Harper was a great point guard too. Uh, So. Uh, anyway, I, I would suspect that they would have won at least one, if not two championships because that was a pretty good time. It was like 2002, 2003, I think Nash left like in 2003 or 2004, I'm pretty sure that's when he left and the Lakers, they were done, you know, Shaq and Kobe, they were, they were done with their dynasty. There was, there was the Spurs, you know, I, I think any season there's going to be at least one, if not two, like super awesome opponents to face and the Spurs, they were they were good for such a long time and that was, I mean, they were just entering their prime if you want to call it that way Uh, so I think that would have been like our only roadblock, but to say like if we had beat them in the Western Conference Finals, then the Finals, I would think that we'd be able to win so I think we would have traded blows, you know, back and forth with the Spurs if we had kept Nash I think couple things about that obviously with Nash leaving that let Dirk um you know take the full reins of the team back in the early 90s I say early 90s the the late 90s uh it was Michael Finley's team right Michael Finley took it from the 3J's you know it was disastrous they traded for Michael Finley And it was Michael Finley's team for a bit. And then they brought in Steve Nash and Dirk, and those two took over, right, with Finley. You know, Finley stepped back a little bit, and they kind of formed a trio. But um, I think with Nash leaving, that allowed Dirk to fully bloom, I think, into what he was. I think. I mean, Dirk was good with anybody just because of how awesome he was offensively. He could play with anybody. And Steve, Steve Nash, he... It's basically the same thing, right? He was like one of the most ultimate point guards ever. So he made everybody's job easier. And Dirk with his spacing, Steve Nash with his three pointers, and they both shot the free throw so well. So well. I really miss that. I miss not I miss having not just one, but two guys that, you know, shot you know, majority of your free throws and they were like ninety percent plus. Just awesome, but Uh, Yeah, I think that they would have won at least one, if not two, with Steve Nash. Now, the other deal was Tyson Chandler. What would happen if they had kept Tyson Chandler? Okay, if they had kept Tyson Chandler, I mean, they had Jason Terry, they kept Jason Kidd, I think they had Sean Marion, too. I mean, pretty much the only guy that they really lost after the 2011 championship was Tyson Chandler that I can think of. They might have lost a couple others. Obviously, I think Pedro Stojakovic, I think he retired. I mean, so, yeah, it would have been a little blow there, but I, and then it was a lockout season, which Dirk does mention that in the article, like the lockout really hurt, you know, the 2012, the the 2011-2012 season was a lockout, so that was more difficult, Um, but I, obviously, I think they would have made a run for it, I don't know if they would have won the championship, I'm not as confident in that as I am about Steve Nash and Dirk. That duo was just great. So I just thought that was interesting. There's a lot more to it, guys. Check it out. Again, that was uh was the Dallas Morning News. So I thought that was fun. Uh speaking of Michael Finley, Michael Finley, he's actually interviewing interviewing for the Chicago Bulls general manager position. So yikes. Um, that's great for Michael Finley. That's not good for the Dallas Mavericks, of course, because he's uh, he's been with the program, the organization for what, like twenty years. It's crazy, um, but he's he's definitely a good candidate. And Mark Cuban was quoted saying, like, like he's a, obviously a great candidate for the position. And like Cuban kind of goes further and says, well, I'm not even sure if I'm gonna allow the Bulls to talk with him because if they do, then I mean, that's almost a done deal kind of thing. And I think I'm pretty sure Michael Finley is from Chicago, so. Um, there's some ties there. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that, whether Michael Finley chooses to stay with Dallas or if he decides to go to Chicago. So, we'll keep that on the tabs. Uh, another article I want to mention before I take a break is Mark Cuban. A lot of people are, you know, getting interviews because it's uh, all we can do, right? You just talk through virtual stuff, right? Zoom and all that. So Mark Cuban uh, got on and talked about Luca, Luca, and uh, Dirk saying that Luka Doncic could possibly surpass Dirk Nowitzki as the greatest Mavs ever. So he made that claim. At first, that's a big deal, right? Like, whoa, whoa, back up, man. But come on, let's let's all be real here, okay? There is a possibility. There is. We've talked about this before. Lots of other podcasts have talked about this before. Here's the deal. Luka's got to play like 20 years, 20, 21 years, he does, I, I, 20, right, um, he's gotta have at least one, um, to be, to, but to beat, Dirk, he would have to have, he would have to be the main guy, for, I'd say at least two championships, he's gotta, he's gotta get one more than Dirk, cause Dirk got the first one, right, and, a lot of people say that Dirk did it by himself, now he had great teammates, he did, but he didn't have another superstar, and, they beat, the three, Headed dragon of LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosch. You know, when they first formed, you know, the big three, and, you know, the Heat, and he, they took him down. The Mavericks took him down. It was great. It was huge. He's going to have to have that kind of storyline too, uh, Luca. Um, Luca's already got a legit superstar partner in Porzingis. I think. That's a, that's the debate right there. Is Porzingis better than anyone else that Dirk had on his team in the twenty eleven championship run? I mean, okay, Tyson Chandler, Tyson Chandler is definitely like a great center. He's the greatest center for the Mavericks of all time, uh, just because the Mavericks haven't had a great history of it. But not to take take anything away from Tyson, Tyson Tyson Chandler, that no, he's he's great, awesome. Um. And then Jason Terry, he was great. Sean Marion was great. Jason Kidd, JJ Brea, uh, Pejas, Djokovic, There's so many people. They were all, like, really good. But I think Porzingis is the closest to, like, superstar level compared to the other guys. So I think Lucas has got that for him, which, eh, well, that, that could hurt him or it could help him. It could hurt him because, like, oh, well, he had, like, you know, a superstar partner. Unlike Dirk, Dirk kind of did it by himself, quotation marks. He didn't do it by himself, but you know what I mean. He was the one superstar. Uh, but the other thing is, you know, Porzingis being that superstar, he could help Luca get to those positions to win the championships multiple times. You would hope, right? So that's why I say luca has got to, that's another reason why I got to say Luca needs to win at least two championships. Uh, it'd be great if he got uh, MVP as well. Uh, he was he was looking at it uh, this season. He was he was. Uh, I thought he was going to be a dark horse preseason, but then he he jumped up, guys. He he was arguably top four. Could maybe say th- top three. Definitely top four. He was great. Um, so my point is, you know, like the article, the title is like, "Whoa, Luka Doncic could surpass Dirk." Like, whoa, 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 back up. True back take a step back a bit but it is possible you know just time will tell and hopefully we can see more basketball here pretty soon but yeah i just want to bring that up guys i'm gonna take a quick break when i come back i've got i've I've just got so many more articles to talk about so guys stay tuned all righty then welcome back to the maps corner we're just shooting by the hip here talking about different articles as always, revolving around the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, so, next thing I want to talk about is it's related to the Bulls. So, uh, earlier this week, the uh, first episode of The Last Dance, you know, broadcasted. It's so, yeah, TV show about Michael Jordan. And a couple of things coming from that that's related to the Mavericks. One, Rick Carlisle was had a cameo uh, spot in the deal, and it wasn't a good cameo because Michael Jordan... Scored on him, whatever. But you know, Rick Carlisle, he laughed about it, laughed it off, kind of thing. It was, it was good. It was all good and fun. A lot of people went on Twitter and said, "You know, Rick Carlisle is everywhere. It's because he's there, and then he's the coach. He's everywhere." But the article that I saw was the Bulls apparently were offered a trade package through uh, via the Dallas Maver- or uh, from the Dallas Mavericks to to acquire the Michael Jordan. Yeah, the Dallas Mavericks were, were trying to trade for Michael Jordan. I would think, you know, others were too. Uh, the Sixers, the Philadelphia Sixers, tried to trade for him too. But it is very interesting, right? Nonetheless, I mean, nobody knew that he was going to be, like, arguably the greatest of all time, right? Um, other than Dirk, of course. <laughs> uh, uh you know, rookie year, he scored like 29 something a game or 28 plus, something like that. He's or 27. I don't know. He scored quite a bit. So this is rookie year. So he was instantly a great player. And obviously, he turned out to be one of the best of all time, if not the best, besides Dirk. But I didn't, I don't see, I couldn't find the details as far as what the Mavericks were offering. Um, it, so it's interesting to find out, like, like, were to think about like why or what what were they thinking about trading for Michael Jordan? Did they did they undersale? Did, did or undershoot it? You know, did they offer enough. I, obviously, not enough, of course. But uh, it would have changed the landscape of the Maddox entirely, right? And who knows if I mean, uh, how many championships they would have won? I would have, I think they would have won one with Michael Jordan, of course. But you know Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, those guys wouldn't have been with Jordan necessarily. Who knows? But here's the thing: I, ultimately, I don't know if we land Dirk Nowitzki if we get Michael Jordan. So I'm not disappointed at all that we didn't get Michael Jordan because I mean, I like I just said, I think that would have affected our chances of getting Dirk. So obviously, it would have been great to have Michael Jordan, and then you know, transition to Dirk, that would have been great, but <laughs> that's like having your cake and eat it too, Um I just thought that was interesting to talk about, another one I want to bring up is, let's see, the, uh, oh yes, the uh, Fox Sports Southwest, they, they have started broadcasting the, the uh, 2011 championship run since a couple days ago. They're doing it until, like, the first week of May. So they're doing it, like, the next two weeks. It's quite a bit of games, right? They had to, I don't know how many they had to go through. Uh, Well, they're only broadcasting the wins. So that's four plus four plus four plus four. That's 16 games, right? So quite a bit, quite a bit. I think they're doing two games a night like that. Yeah, go check that out. It's awesome. If you you do have Fox Sports Southwest, um, I know YouTube TV and all that kind of had to cancel it, but... That'd be great to watch it. I'd love to watch it again. I'd also love to watch the '80s, hearing, going through the Mavericks' history. Just I would love to see how great the players were, like Derek Harper and Rolando Blackman, Mark Aguirre. Apparently, he was he was fantastic. He was a huge guy as far as uh, scoring points. And they also had a really good center back then too, like in the mid '80s. So I would just be curious to see what how they how great they were. So I wanted to mention that as well. Uh, what else? Uh you know, there's other things too, but I'm gonna hold off for now as far as Mavericks talk. Um one thing I would do wanna bring up that's not related to Dallas Mavericks, I'm sorry, but you know, I'm gonna throw in a little spices here that's not related here. it's it's Cobra Kai. I've talked about TV shows that are very much binge worthy. I've talked about Chuck, and I think I've mentioned Dexter and Burn Notice. I know I've talked about that and House. Currently, I'm rewatching Burn Notice, but my gosh, Cobra Kai season three cannot come here soon enough. Uh, I looked online today to see if there's any news as far as it, you know, you know, releasing, and there's just not. There's it's all kind of jokes or smoke, or whatever. A lot of people were like, oh, it might be coming out really soon. No, I haven't, we haven't got the official release yet or news. A lot of people are speculating that it might be till later this year, like December. That would just be terrible. But that's what the coronavirus is kind of causing right now because uh, the last two seasons they started, I think the first season was in May, and last year for the second season it was in April. So, like we're in April now, you would think that they would at least say something by the end of the month. It's driving me nuts. Uh, so, I say all that to come, let me do a 180, come back to the Dallas Mavericks, watch those games, the 2011 championship, That's that should just be heaven on earth to be able to watch that. I can't, because I don't have Fox Sports Southwest. but if you do, and you didn't know it, now you do know it, watch it, enjoy it, enjoy it for all of us, please, and I think that's going to do it for me. As always, thank you for listening to the Mavs Corner, really appreciate you guys, uh, you know, checking it out during these times is tough on everybody. Um uh, I'm a pharmacist and it's 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 very tough right now to work in the pharmacy. You know, we, we deal with sick people all the time. So it's uh it's tough. Uh but appreciate everyone that's respecting the social distance and you know, being kind and considerate about that. Just being considerate of, you know, your your fellow people, right? You know just be more understanding like it's it's a stressful time right now and that's the last thing people need is is more stress unneeded stress why why there's no need to argue for you know something that's that's not worth arguing about there's no point in arguing things that it's it's in the past now anything that, that there was a mess up on or anything that you probably should know that this person that you're talking to can't fix then why are you trying to like you know get upset with them if you know that they can't fix anything or it's already been resolved so you're just like hashing like you're 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 picking at a scab or something that's it's it's done it's already we've we, we've resolved it we've just you know there's just been you know people there's there's obviously several people that are um the stress has gotten too much for them to handle and so that it's it's overloading and it's spilling out to healthcare workers such as myself and my technicians so it's stressful times please you know respect everybody we're 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 respectful you know we're trying to keep uh, everyone moving get their prescriptions and all that but anyway i don't want to bleed into that anymore just uh please wash your hands and all that um like i said as always you can follow the podcast on twitter on Instagram, it's going to be at Mouse Corner. Send me any comments, questions, anything like that. I'd be more happy to, to respond to you. And, yeah, I, I I want to keep doing more of this. It's it's tough right now having to work. I'm working quite a bit nowadays. And I hope to do more episodes more often than I am. Uh, but, guys, until then, uh, watch, the ch- watch that championship run. Please, do it. All right, take care, guys.